0: Welcome to the 10-Minute Mindshift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, weight loss coach, and lover of all things related to upleveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you get one step closer to your goal, whatever it is. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? Welcome back, my friend. How are you? The Kegels are good. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Dutch is away at horsey camp. I sent him to a trainer by the name of Marcia Sapp in Tallahassee, which is about four hours away. Google her. She is amazing. She's done several Mustang makeovers and she's even won them and she's best known for her third strike Mustang Cobra and turning him into horse of the year. And now he is actually a Briar horse model. Super cool story. Anyway, I coordinated this to line up with a minor surgery that I had. So I am in week three of eight weeks and I am missing him so much. And it's really kind of put me into a funk. I'm going to do an episode about it as soon as I get out of it. I'll share it with you and I'll pass off all my lessons that I learned. But right now I am in it. Funks are icky. Instead, Today, we are going to talk about relationships. This is episode number 66, and relationships that complete themselves. I've been doing tons of coaching and teaching on relationships lately, and one of the things that I have experienced as I have evolved and grown over time is that my relationships look different. As we grow and evolve as humans, how we want to experience our life Evolves What we want to experience evolves and who we want to experience our life with may change. Occasionally, it can make us second guess our growth because we start feeling the pull at the parts of us that are no longer aligned with some of our relationships. We feel out of sorts and kind of out of alignment, but we don't know why and we don't know what to do about it. Now, I am not talking about your partnership relationships, your romantic relationships, or your marriages. Today, I am specifically talking about friendships. So, as the editor-in-chief of your life by design, there will be times that you take a hard look at the people that you have attracted into your life and ask yourself, is this a right fit? Are we good for each other? Is this how I want to experience relationships, friendships? is there room for this friendship to grow? Does the friendship energize me? When the answer is no, the relationship may have completed itself. Over the years and all of the many houses that Steve and I have remodeled, we have met some amazingly talented craftsmen. Some of them, not so much. When we find a contractor that we love and love their work, as soon as they were done with what we had hired them to do, we would ask, what else can you do? Sometimes they did have another, non, another skill that we could benefit from, and sometimes the relationship had completed itself. No matter how much we loved and admired their work, the relationship had completed itself. Sometimes we hang on to relationships long after they have completed themselves for a variety of reasons, and today I want to talk about why. Why do we hang on to friendships that have completed themselves. It's really important for us to notice this behavior because it can be what is keeping us stuck where we are and not moving forward in creating a life of balance and abundance, a life by design. So number one, history. Okay, ladies, this is a biggie. We had this best friend culture that starts for girls at a very early age. We get matching things and we exchange friendship bracelets. If you have kids, notice the reference to the best friends forever themes that permeate in their shows. I don't know about you, but I remember distinctly how different friendships between boys and girls were so different when I was younger. For boys, it seemed like they were friends with who they played sports with. And when that sport changed... So did the lineup of their friends, and they didn't make make it mean anything about their previous friendship. It's like boys understood the notion of relationships that complete themselves from a very early age. Girls on the other hand, I remember having moments where I felt like that sacred bond had been broken by something my friends said or did, and I would feel guilty for seeing another human that I thought might be fun to hang out with. Girls get so jealous of other girls coming into the mix. It's all biological, and it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong, but it's something that kind of sticks with us as adults and keeps us keeping on with the same friendships that no longer work for any of the participants. And worst of all, we make decisions not to pursue our dreams because of what our friends might think. I remember being on the basketball team and wanting to do color guard. My basketball friends said, I don't do color guard, and if you do color guard, we can't hang out, and if you hang out with her, you can't hang out with me. We had those kind of conversations, and we still do as adults. Can I still be part of Taco Tuesday if I don't eat nachos anymore? Can I lose weight if my friends don't want to? We are still doing this kind of crap. I'll go for that promotion, but what does the lunch crowd mean? What are they gonna think about me? We can let these friendships keep us stuck if we don't manage our brains around them. Number two, loyalty related to indebtedness. If you've had a difficult period of time or season season of life and you have a friend that sees you through it, you may feel like you owe that friend something. Sometimes though, that is the only thread holding the relationship together. One of the things that I've noticed about these kinds of friendship bonds, and trust me, I've had them, when that is the thread that holds them together, there is an unhealthy attention to each other's drama. It seems like the drama is the common bond. So just notice if that sounds like your friendship. Number three, network. Sometimes the friend is part of a larger network or circle that makes it harder for us to disconnect from that friendship. You might find yourself doing things to hang on to the relationship because it feels easier than figuring out how to stay in the circle without this person's friendship. This can happen with careers. We might have that friendship at work that falls into this category. Now, no way am I saying that we can't have friends or be friends with people at work. Remember, I'm talking about why it's hard for some of us to dissolve a friendship that may have completed itself. This is common with sorority sisters or post high school. Maybe there's a group of you that after graduation, you run around with five or six of you in a group and then there's that one person. You start feeling like you don't have anything in common with them anymore. She doesn't have shared values. She seems to have gone a different evolutionary direction than you. Know what I mean? This is another reason why we stay engaged with the friendship that has completed itself, our network. Number four, it's easy. Believe it or not, it's easier to do nothing, even if it means that we don't chase our dreams. We prefer the discomfort of doing nothing versus the discomfort of doing something to create a shift in the relationship. Breaking up is hard to do. No one taught us how to end a friendship in a healthy way. It requires that we sit in a very uncomfortable truth that can change routines and traditions. Now, let's talk about what to do if you find yourself saying, yes, I recognize I'm hanging on to a friendship that has me stuck and I don't know what to do. Listen up. I am going to share with you two elegant ways to walk through the completion of a relationship. Number one, just let it fade out we may be fighting to keep something going that is actually burning out all by itself. Evolving the friendship doesn't mean it has to be a grand conversation with lines drawn in the sand and boundaries established all around you. Maybe it has gracefully gone from a three times a week conversation to once a week or once a month. There's nothing wrong with that evolution. It doesn't mean anything about you, the other person, or the value of the friendship that once was where the wheels fall off the wagon is when we think it should be different that they should be calling more that they should be more interested in your life and creating resentment of them in the process just notice your friendship and if it's waning maybe it can just fade into a beautiful memory number two sometimes the friendship is not fading but you decide it's not healthy and you want to break up so to speak once you have made that decision it's time to have the conversation come from a place of love for her and for you. Many times we try to have these conversations that are defensive and accusatory, when in the end, we can get right where we need to be by using love as the basis for our approach. Several years ago, I had this exact thing happen, and here is how that conversation sounded. It went like this. I love you. We have had some of the most amazing moments together. My life is going a different direction in which it will require I do things differently and think differently. And it's with all the love that I have for you in my heart for you today that I say I won't be continuing the relationship in its present state. I will always have these amazing memories and I will think of you fondly and I will always wish the best for you and your family. We did this over lunch and that was that. Was she hurt? Yes. Yes. So was I. I'm not gonna say that this this is easy or that it will be painless. Actually, it might be extremely painful, but enriching as well to step into the truth and the authenticity of the space that that relationship currently holds in your life. We are the average of the people we surround ourselves with. Growing your self-image may require a friendship edit. Now, I don't wanna end this without giving you a few tips on how not to do this. Email or text. That will feel terrible for them and you, and it doesn't serve the relationship that once was. Ghosting. Abruptly cutting off all contact is just emotional childhood. I mean, if this relationship was ever anything, it can still have a warm place in your heart, depending on the way that it evolves or dissolves. Arguing. Listen, if this relationship has completed itself, there's nothing to argue about. Just think about it from a place of love and kindness and respect for them and for you. All right, my friend, before you quit on your goals and dreams because of a friendship, give that friendship a deep dive and decide if you are still meant to be. It doesn't always mean that you have to do anything with your friendship. But when a friendship has completed itself, consider these thoughts that I've given you. The relationship can just fade away, and that can be a beautiful thing. Or you can have a conversation from a place of love, and that can be equally as beautiful. It doesn't have to be ugly, or an argument, or a line in the sand, or a big breakup. Sometimes these relationships evolve on their own, and if we just allow them to be what they are and we don't brace against it and the change of it all, we might find that the relationship has completed itself, and that, my friend is a beautiful thing. That is what I have for you this week. And now go have the best week ever. That's a wrap of the 10 minute mind shift podcast. I hope that you were able to experience your own mind shift today. Listen, if you're ready to take this work to the next level, I highly recommend Life by Design Academy is my one-on-one coaching program that offers you a transformation at the speed of life.